And respect the technique. Involving sound. DJ Professor Lee. I respect that. Warning. Get ready for a whole new dimension of the entertainment moment in entertainment history. Where talent and technological advances combine to change the party experience forever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your mix master, DJ Professor Lee. Professor Lee. DJ Professor Lee is officially in the building. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, everybody? Yeah, this is your boy, DJ Professor Lee, coming at you one time right here on the TTT Radio Network and TikTok Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have not been here before, this is your first time in one of my lives. We've got a fantabulous show here for you tonight. I see we got a bunch of people tuning in already over on the app. We've got Gigi of North Carolina here. What's up, TTTRN fans? We also got Brewster Zondi here over on the app. That's right. We've got an app that is going crazy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head on over to your app store and download the TTTRN app. Yeah, three T's, RN app. And you can hear it live. You can hear, you can't see me, but you can hear the music and the music quality is unbelievable. You can also see the names of the artists and all that other kind of good stuff. But I see we got Ron Zimmerman over on TikTok. What's up, Ron? Hey, good to see you here in the house. All these good people. We've got Spencer from Texas. We've got, oh man, Reed is here. We've got just tons of people checking in all over the place. Carl is here. Yeah, Gator Guy is here. So thank you all for showing up. You're listening to DJ Professor Lee. If you hear the sound of my voice, you know exactly what time it is. It's 7 o'clock on a Thursday night. That's what time it is. And you're listening to the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. You got no place else to go because I got Mo. And when we come back after this track, let's talk a little bit about what's happening in the weather. You got any weather or not? Because we got a ton of stuff to talk about. We've got some crazy facts today. We're going to talk about shoes today. Facts about shoes. Oh, man. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You got to give a lot just to get what you need sometimes, y'all. Yeah, and if you hang around long enough, you might see me chair dancing up in here. I don't know. Hey, smiles, you feel like busting loose? I see you, Barsh. Yeah, Jerry's Dr. Love, what's good? The bald carpenter is here tonight. Give it a bridge, y'all. I feel like busting loose. Yeah, I could go. I could be the bald DJ. What do you think? 
So you got any weather or not? What's the weather report? Where you at? You got any weather or not? Weather or not? I'm here in North Carolina. We'll be talking about my weather. We definitely have some weather today. How about you? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry DeLove said it's beautiful where they are. And uh, it's hot in Texas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got San Diego checking in. Says it's sunny and hot in San Diego. Yeah, Brewster Zani says it's 72 and sunny in good old Connecticut. Hey, that's where you are, Ron. Uh, we got New Jersey here. They're talking about some Eddie Kendricks. Hey, I don't play any, I don't play requests. But I love Eddie Kendricks. feel like busting loose yeah i think we're gonna bust a little bust loose a little bit this weekend yeah my wife and i we like to dance and we used to dance a lot yeah we used to live up in the connecticut area and we used to dance a lot up there we miss it we miss all our peoples up there yeah and um you know hopefully we'll get a chance to see them we actually we were dancing not too long ago and a friend of ours from up that way we were all at a uh at a congress it was like a salsa congress and sure enough my my wife says oh this guy i see this guy look at this guy <laughs> it was one of our buddies it turns out he had moved down this way we're down in north carolina or as i speak but i think we're gonna go busting loose a little bit later this weekend here maybe we'll get a chance to do some salsa dancing this weekend with some friends so that should be a lot of fun but uh yeah thanks for the weather reports i see uh the bald carpenter said it's 78 degrees was their high 78 78 was a low also oh no okay it was the high and uh 65 was going to get down to 65 that's where that that's where they are well like i said i'm here in wilmington north carolina or near wilmington north carolina i should say and currently we are at 85 degrees right now depending on where you are <laughs> some people might have it a little bit warmer a little bit cooler but where i am right now it's 85 degrees and it was a pretty good day. It was a, it was, it was a, it was a cool 85 degrees. I guess the way I would say it. Hey, thank you, Happy. You like my voice? Thank you. I appreciate it. I like my voice too. My voice is getting better. It's getting stronger. It's been weakened. It's been weakened by an event. I'll tell you about it a little bit more. But uh, thank you very much for the compliment. But yeah, the weather is pretty, has been really, really good. So looks like everybody's got pretty good weather. Hey, we got somebody checking in from Montreal. Montreal, 63 in Montreal. Yeah, it looks like they're going to have a pretty good week. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Chicago, Chicago, a windy city, 82 degrees in Chicago. We got anything else? Anybody else? 
Norlands. We got somebody checking in from Norlands. 98 degrees in Norlands. That when I some of you don't know what Norlands is. A lot of people say New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Nah, that's not how they say it. If you're from down that way, it's Norlands. That's right, it's Norlands. And now you know. When you go down there and somebody said, Yeah, yeah, I'm from Norlands, you'd be like, Are you from where? <laughs> now you know. Let's see, what else we got? Oh, somebody's checking in from... Oh, looks like we have... Is that LA? Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Well, they started... Oh, there it is. I see the message kind of dropped off the screen. 77 degrees in Los Angeles. I always think of it as being hot out that way. Oh, Mexico City. We got a call. Oh, we got a call. Somebody's writing in from Mexico City. 68 degrees? No, 78 degrees in Mexico City. 72 degrees. Yeah. Get your facts straight. Now, we don't have anybody from overseas, like over in Europe today, calling in their report. But uh, every once in a while, we do get people from like on the other side of the pond. So uh, we give them their props. We're glad that they come and hang out with us. And hey, I am glad that you came to hang out with me today right here on the TTT Radio Network. And I happen to be doing TikTok Live tonight. It was questionable whether I was going to do TikTok as well as stream to the station. I came just this close to not doing both. Because tonight, 7 o'clock on Thursday nights is the radio show. So that's my focus. So every once in a while, I might not be able to do this TikTok live stream. And uh, so if you want to hear the show anyways, then that means you got to go download the app, right? So I'm just on here on TikTok just to kind of wet your whistle just a little bit. And to kind of help you with that, check out this song. Here's an oldie but a goodie from way, way back. Here we go. Hey, thank you for the likes and the gifts, folks. right wet your whistle See, we got Penny in the house. What's up, Penny? Yeah, Penny's over on the chat. Hey, what's up? We got DJ Danny T over on TikTok. Hey, everybody, if you have not followed DJ Danny T, give that boy a follow. What an awesome DJ. DJ Danny T. Show Danny T some love. What's up, Danny T?
Thanks for tapping that screen. I love the likes. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's shaking and baking in the news, man. There's some some guy lost his cell phone, found it 10 years later. You want to hear all about this. Can you imagine losing your, your phone for 10 years? True story. goodness so that wet your whistle just a little bit but yeah i was um was tooling around trying to figure out well what are we going to talk about as far as the news is concerned because when i talk about news i want to talk about stuff that you might not normally hear about that's the whole point of this news segment you know not like the the, the major news networks you know cnn msnbc fox cbs abc you know npr those are all good stations and you should check those out as well as your regular local newspaper so that you can be a smart a smart negotiator in everything that you do but every once in a while it's it's good to hear stuff that just people you know the, the news media they, they i don't know they ignore it or they don't think it's all that important but here's something that i heard um recently or I, I should, shouldn't say I heard. I read this in the paper. Okay, get this. This is a true story. All right. There's this guy. <laughs> oh, you're not going to believe this. He lost his iPhone. That's right. He lost it. And it was returned to him. I said 10 years. 10 months later. Not 10 years. Uh, not. Did I say? I said 10 years. Didn't I, Luigi? I said 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. If you lost your iPhone 10 years ago... <laughs> were there were, were iPhones around 10 years ago? Yeah, they probably were. So 10 months. So yeah, he lost his phone 10 months ago or 10 for 10 months. And um, apparently uh, there was this guy by the name of Miguel Pacheco said he found the phone in the water while canoeing with his family. Um, you know, when they, they were just canoeing down the river and he, he, he saw this phone you know laying there in the water and he took it out and he decided hey you know what the heck i'll take it home see if i can dry it out maybe wouldn't that be a hoot if it still worked so he didn't think it was going to really work he said because it was full of water of course he didn't know how long it had been in the water but it was clearly in the water and as you know i mean if you drop a phone in water it probably could get fried Anyways, he said he took it home. He used an air compressor to dry out the iPhone and was surprised when he turned it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He plugged it into a charger. It took a charge. He, he, <laughs> he said he could not believe it. He said he then posted photos of the phone and its lock screen, which had an image of a man and a woman. And he posted it on Facebook. So that post was shared like thousands and thousands of times. Finally, the man who actually owned the phone was identified as living in Scotland. (laughs) 
Yeah, oh my goodness. So when they contacted Davies, that's the guy's name, Owen Davies, Davies said he had been canoeing as part of a bachelor party on the river. Uh, why? When, it, when he himself fell into the water. Yeah. He said, I was in a two-man canoe and my partner probably shouldn't have stood up. And needless to say, when he stood up, boom, me and the iPhone and everything else went into the water. And he said, as soon as I checked my back pocket, I realized the phone was gone and that was it. So <laughs> anyway, so big thanks to this guy. Yeah. Mr. Pacheco for finding the phone, going through the trouble of trying to see if it would still work. Would you do that? I mean, if you found a phone in a bunch of water, would you actually dry it out and go through all of that? Would you? I don't know. I think I might do that. I think I might see if I could figure it out. They would be curious to find out if, if something like that would actually work. But according to this guy, it does. So if you drop your phone in the toilet is all I'm saying. All is not lost. <laughs> you can still make that reservation. <laughs> Might take you a little while. But... <laughs> All right, here's another one. Let me just get this one queued up here. So that was one. You know, every once in a while, we, um, we like to put on different things. We like to put on things about uh, odd things that happen in the news that's, that's, that's even... It shocks me. Like, for example, a Guinness Book of World Records, for example. Yeah, and uh, it turns out there is a Guinness World Record that was broken recently. 14,299 people took part in a boxing class. It was the largest boxing class that ever that was ever held. That's right. <laughs> in fact, they were all divided into little groups and they had different color shirts on so that the class actually formed the shape of the Mexican flag. That's where the, the lessons took place. So it was a 30-minute boxing lesson and it was led by boxing champion Anna Marie Torres, David Picasso, and Mariana Juarez. Yeah. And the rules were that they had to be in the class for at least 30 minutes and the participants had to remain active for the duration of the 30 minutes without taking a rest for more than 20 seconds at a time. So, wow, let's give these guys a big round of applause. That was, that's awesome. I love hearing about all these uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I wanted to try this at one one time. See how many kicks I could throw. That would be cool. Yeah, Dazzy Cat said, rice is supposed to help with your phone. I don't know. That's what I've heard. You can buy a bag. I think I bought one. I haven't, somewhere, I don't even know where it is. Anyways, I'm DJ Professor Lee. Let's go. Hey, don't don't go anywhere cuz 7:30-ish ish ish we're going to be talking about our trivia. Don't forget that. Hey, DJ Bled.
Hey, what's up, Jim? I see Jim is here. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, that's Alexander O'Neill singing this song. That's right. <laughs> I Found True Love by Alexander O'Neill. You got that right? Hey, Irene, is that you? You look familiar. Do you have another account? Hey, thanks for the gifts. By the way, DJ Jazzy Cad is one of my moderators. You definitely follow her. Ah, good to see you. Yeah, that's where I thought I recognized the picture. Yeah. What's up? Hey, Deb Murray. Yeah, Deb Murray is uh, one of our number one fans. kind of mellow here a little bit for the um, first part of the show yeah just playing a little r&b kind of new school r&b is basically what i'm talking about here uh you know i love old school music i really do i i you know that's what we dance to that's what i grew up on but uh you know we've done some revamping of the station of the uh of the uh the jukebox if you have not checked out our our app lately dj dna has been He's been doing a great job revamping the music, make sure we got like up-to-date music. And uh, here's some of the music from the actual jukebox that we play on the, sta- on the station 24-7, 365. I'm DJ Professor Lee. Hey, don't forget, trivia's coming up in about five minutes. Give them mine. 
Hey, Washia's here. Washia. Yeah, Washio used to come to all of my lives, and then I had to stop doing them for a while, so. But I'm still here. Yeah, like I said, we got uh, trivia coming up in about, uh, oh, about three minutes now, but I think we're going to do a little reggae here. I was feeling like a little reggae today. I wasn't sure what I was going to play as far as reggae is concerned, but uh, my wife and I, we've been talking about getting away, you know, like breaking loose, taking a vacation. So, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it sometime. I said, you know, you got to put it on the calendar. If you don't put it on the calendar, it ain't going to happen, so... So maybe this will help a little bit. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of this. <laughs> UB40, come on. In delicious slice, forgiven by mistake. Getting her to love me was my biggest break. Every place I go, she's inside of me. Giving up her love unconditionally. She shines the sun, she falls Yeah, thanks for the feedback, thanks for the likes and the gifts. So I got my reggae on. I knew I was going to do it at least at some point today. But it's time now, folks. I can't play reggae too much longer because it is 7.30. And at 7.30, we try to do our, our trivia. I've got a little bit of trivia here. So thank you for showing up. For those of you who haven't been around for a while or even this is your first time seeing the show, what is this trivia thing all about? Well, it's not about winning anything. You don't win anything. In fact, the only thing you get out of this is you you learn that you can use your phone in amazing ways to find amazing information. That's what you learn. And you become smarter than you need to be, smarter than you have to be, not because you've got a lot of book learning, but because you have access to information. That's basically what it's all about. 
So I'm going to read a couple of questions to you. These are kind of like trivial questions. And uh, I want to see how fast you can find the information. That's really what it's all about. It's not about whether you're first or whether you um, already knew the information, although you might know some of these questions. It's about how fast can you multitask, listen to the show, go out and find information, and then come back and share it with us if you want. You don't have to. All right. So I read four questions to you. Then I'll give you a bonus one of number five. While I play a, play a track, which gives you a little bit more time to go look up that bonus one, because sometimes a bonus one is a doozy. So let me get my notes here. So I see we got some people ready to play. Let's go. All right. So. So trivia question number one. And these are all board games, right? These are all board game questions, board game trivias. So you guys should be able to get this, I would think. Which board game features the character Professor Plum? Okay, which board game features the character Professor Plum? Get to look and see if you can find that one. I have to say that was a that was a trip trip a tricky one for me. Gina, our program director, she's the one that came up with these, but. That one got me. Which board game features a character called Professor Plum? Oh, I see we have some people find it. Hey Ron, you know who you know who done it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bruce Rizzani got it. Yeah, so the answer is Clue, the game Clue. So, yeah, so, yeah, good job. Yeah, I didn't have a clue on that one. So, I didn't have a clue about Clue. So. All right, here's number two. This is number two. How many dice or die are thrown in a traditional game of Yahtzee? How many dice are thrown in a traditional game of Yahtzee? What do you think? Do you know the answer to that one? How many die are thrown in a traditional game of Yahtzee? Hmm. Yeah, I see a few answers on that one. <laughs> yeah. Wow, some people are still looking, but you're right. The answer is five. The answer is five. That's right. The answer is five. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Okay, let's do another one here. This is number three. What is the only chess piece that cannot, pay attention to the question now, what is the only chess piece that cannot move backwards. Hmm. You should know this one if you play chess, which is the only chess piece that cannot move backwards. Yeah, Bruce Rizzani got that one, the last one, number, that's five. Yeah, the answer is five for the last one, but what is, what is the only chess piece that cannot move backwards? You gotta find that one. 
Yeah, Bruce Ersani. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. You got it. Now, Val, did you have to look that one up or did you know that? Did you know that? Do you play chess? <laughs> Hey, Bantu, <laughs> the answer is, no, <laughs> the answer is the pawn. The answer is the pawn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jazzy Cat, yeah, you said the bishop, but uh, yeah, the, 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 the bishop is like a tall pawn. It's like a grown-up pawn, right? <laughs> but it can move back and forth, so. <laughs> oh, your ex taught you. Oh, all right. Let's give you a round of applause. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm not very I'm not very good at chess, but I'm a good trash talker at chess. Yeah, I can talk some trash. <laughs> so, hey, I see we got a guest in the in the uh, in the chat room over on the TTT Radio Network app. So, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time here, so thank you for joining us. I'm DJ Professor Lee, and we're going to read number five. We're doing our trivia right now. Oh no, not number four. We're going to do number four. Almost forgot number four. All right, which game, these are these are all board games right now. All of our trivia tonight has been board games. Which game has the slogan, the game of quick draw? All right, which game has the slogan, the game of quick draw? Quick draw, the game of quick draw. What game has that for a slogan? God, I didn't know any of these. Check that out, look that up. Which game has the slogan, the game of quick draw? So the answer for number four, believe it or not, is Pictionary. Pictionary. <laughs> Brian said, Uno. <laughs> yeah, Jazzy Cat got that one right, too. Yeah, Pictionary. All right, here is number five. So we'll play a, a track. Well, yeah, it was Pictionary. We'll play a track while you guys go out and look up number five. Uh, yeah, Val, you, could, you got that one right there. Uh, Okay, number five. How many bonus, how many points is the letter X worth in a standard game of Scrabble? <laughs> how many points is the letter X worth in a standard game of Scrabble? All right, get to looking up that. And uh, what we will do is I'm going to play a track. And when we come back after this track, we will give you the answer to number five. How many points is an X worth? in the game of Scrabble. See if you can find it.
How much is the X worth in a traditional game of Scrabble? That's your trivia question number five. smart people I shouldn't say smart I shouldn't say smart we've had people who are very fast fast on the draw with their smartphones that is So we have a few people who actually got the answer right. The number, <laughs> the number of points that an X is worth in the game of Scrabble is eight. That's right. That's right. Hey, Cat. I guess what you've learned is you probably shouldn't play Scrabble with uh, with Ronald Ronald Zimmerman. There, <laughs> he'll have he'll be taking extra points there with his uh, with his X there. So, but that's okay. That's okay. Hey. We play games with our friends, and uh, we constantly make up new rules all the time. We learned a game. Actually, we played a game with some friends last night. Uh, Penny was there. My wife Gigi was there. We had a lot of fun. It was called Pass the Ace. Pass the Ace. I think it's it Pass the Ace. Yeah, actually, it was a pretty fun game. Yeah, We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I actually won. I won the game. That's right. I forgot I won the game. I Give myself a big round of applause. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Nice time here. So, yeah. All right. So here we go. We're going to do a little bit more reggae. And we come back after this. It's time to talk about our TTT moment. And our TTT TTT moment tonight is myths and facts about shoes. Yeah, that's right. Myths and facts about shoes. Everything you want to know about shoes. Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm DJ Professor Lee. Let's go. I told you I'm in a little reggae mood tonight.
To the, I want to go on a vacation. So I throw my cards on your table. See, I want to love you. I want to love and treat you. Love and treat you right. I want to love you every day and every night. We'll be together with the Well, you know, here we are. We are at this time now where, um, you know, for thinking about traveling, um, you, you, it's things have changed, everybody. I mean, if you're going to be traveling anytime soon, you really need to think ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to be thinking about booking your flights ahead, maybe getting to where you need to go early. Uh, what are you going to do if you get stuck in the airport? I mean, so traveling has become something of um an event i guess is the way i would put it although some people seem to be traveling okay i guess if you set your expectations low you shouldn't have a problem if you travel smartly you probably won't have a problem like if you're doing a lot of luggage a lot of check on and having to get your bags and go chasing things around you're probably going to run into some problems, but if you if you travel smartly, you'll probably be okay. And one of the things you need to be thinking about is what you put on your feet, right? If you're like me, if you're on your feet a lot, uh, like I used to do when I was working, you know, on a regular, regular basis, man, oh man, at the end of the day, your feet were like, like, like screaming at you. Yeah, I'm going to go to Nashville with Jesse, Cat, and Stan. Yeah, they let them do all the driving. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do the next time. So, yeah. Next time I have to be on my feet a long time, I'm going to call you up, Jazzy Cat, and you can come pick me up. But, you know, here's one thing that people often talk about when they talk about shoes. Okay? Like, our feet need a lot of cushioning. You know what I mean? You see commercials where they sell shoes and one of the things they talk about is oh you'll feel like you're floating on air or you buy inserts and you put them in your shoes and you'll feel like you're floating on air so it is true that you know you need a little bit of a cushiony surface you know you don't want to be stepping on hard hard surfaces all the time but um you know what your feet need more than cushions support that's right i mean think about it if you sleep on a like a soft you know, pillowy mattress to a confirmed to a firm one. You know, the soft mattress actually feels nice when you first lay down on it, right? But when you wake up in the morning, what does your body tell you? Ah, uh, that wasn't so good. That soft mattress, it didn't give you the support that you need. And the same thing is true with shoes. So with shoes, you want shoes that give you good support. So if you're used to wearing like a lot of like, like. Uh, you know, open heels, shoes, open toed shoes. Um, you know, you probably know what I'm talking about, you know, in terms of your feet hurting after a while, if you're on your feet a long time. 
If you wear shoes that are too tight, right? They're not giving you the comfort that you need. They're not giving you the support you need. Oh, you need good support. So what about, here's another one. It says, what about certain shoes that can correct your gait, you know, the way you walk? You need specific shoes. Like if you have a weird gait, like you walk kind of like odd. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, what, is there, are there certain shoes? I don't know. They say, like Cyber Redneck, they say that uh, army boots, you know, combat boots, are designed in a specific way because, you know, the soldiers have to be on their feet on a, a long time. And so talk about support. Those combat boots are definitely give you a lot of support. But you can't wear combat boots to everything, right? If you're going to go salsa dancing, <laughs> you're probably not going to wear combat boots. Um, so... There are basically three things to think about if you have an odd gait and you're thinking about shoes. One is low arch, normal arch, or high arch. So which one do you have? If you have a low arch, you know, there's a, there are certain things you can do, certain inserts that you can buy, which will help. Same thing is true for people who have normal arches or high arches. So, um, yeah, you don't need specific shoes. You need the right inserts in the shoes. Yeah, I learned that from a shoe guy. Yeah, I told a guy, he says, I want to buy a pair of shoes. I don't really know what to buy given my, my feet and the things that I have to deal with. And, and he says, all right, let me tell you all about what I learned. I said, all right, but make sure you explain it to me like I was six years old. And he says, all right, you got it. And he did. He did. I learned a whole lot, so... But here's another thing that comes up about around shoes and your feet. The only way to correct a foot problem is through surgery. Is that true? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, fortunately, it's not true. <laughs> I just kind of gave you the secret there. You don't always have to have surgery, you know? I mean, there are some, you know, foot problems like bunions and hammer toes and, you know, other things that even those things, which seem pretty, pretty, you know, pretty um, severe, a lot of times people can correct those issues without the need for surgery. So as long as they do the right, you know, the right exercises, they get the right inserts and things like that. So, yeah. You remember those shoes that they used that came up with years ago? What were they called? They had like a wide toe. Um... The hippies all wore them. They weren't clogs, because they still have clogs. What did they call them? They were... I can't remember the name of them, but I had a pair of those shoes. They were like normal shoes, but they had a really, really wide toe. And man, were they, were they comfortable. They were really, really comfortable. Oh, man. Yeah, Crocs are, Crocs are good. Yeah, Crocs are good. But these weren't Crocs. These were like pre-Crocs. Anyways, my wife and I went to New York City one day, one time, and uh, I thought, wow, these shoes are so comfortable, and I know we're going to be walking around a lot in, uh, in New York City. I think, I'll, I think I'll wear these to New York City. So I did. I wore them to New York City. I'm going to tell you, I was so uncomfortable by the end of the day that I ended up buying a new pair of shoes. The reason is because the shoes were very comfortable, but... They didn't give me the support that I needed for a full day of walking around. For that, I needed something like the combat boots <laughs> or really a good pair of sneakers. All right, here's another one. How about high top shoes? Are high top, do high top shoes provide 
better ankle support? Is that true that if you wear a high top shoe, that's better than wearing, say, like a shoe that doesn't have uh, a top, you know, on them? So, you know, that when it comes to sports, a lot of uh, one of the concerns that a lot of athletes have is uh, what they call, you know, rolling your ankle, you know, <laughs> people who are out on you know, trail runners and hikers. They like to wear high top shoes because, you know, they'll, they, you know, they, they think that that'll help, you know, with this, with spraining their ankle on the, on a hill or something like that. So, so while, the, you know, a higher profile, it might convince the brain that the ankle has added support. What actually helps stabilize the ankle is having legs that are strong enough to do what it is that you're trying to do. So the high top shoes do help. Let's, let's make no mistake about that. Mistake about that. They do help. Otherwise, <clears throat> Like we mentioned before, workbooks, work boots wouldn't be a thing, and they are a big thing. Um, and um, you know, the army wouldn't wear them. You know, they would just wear some flip flops. You know what I mean? If it didn't matter, the army would be wearing flip flops. You know, you'd get your your uh, <laughs> your your rifle, your pistol, your backpack, and a pair of flip flops for climbing the trails. And that never happens. So, all right. So there you go. You know all you needed to know about footwork and shoes. And I wish I could demonstrate for you what I learned when I told that guy to explain it to me like I'm six years old. But I'll give you the three tips that the guy told me. I'll tell you this. I can't demonstrate, but I'll tell you. He said the first thing you want to look for is arch support. And make sure the, the arch does not move a whole lot. So when you pick up that shoe and you bend that shoe in half, the arch should not bend in half. That's one. The second thing he told me was, take the shoe in both hands, twist it. it. There should be a little twist in it, but if you can twist that shoe to the point where one side can actually meet the other side, like a rag, that is probably not a good shoe to wear for a long period of time. There should be a little bend, but not a lot. And then the last thing he taught me was, the shoe that's going to give you a lot of support if you have to be on your feet for a long time, like all day. We're not talking about like just going to the pool or maybe you're going to run to get some gas or you're going to go shopping for an hour or whatever it is. Yeah, you wear whatever you want, you know. But if you're going to be on your feet all day, you want a shoe that has a good, what he called was a heel cup or, or shelf. And that's like something that protects the heel of your foot so that when you come down on that heel, it stays stable within the shoe because that shifting around is what causes the rest of your body to go out of whack over time. See, you learned a little bit more than you needed to right here on the TTT Radio Network. But I got a tr I got a song for you. This song is a song that I've played a number of times on the show. It's one of my favorite songs, so bear with me while I play for you. Finally, because it's finally, it is time. It's time for me to to dig out the good stuff.
Yeah, Deb Murray's dancing over there. <laughs> Let's go, Deb. on the camera in and out in and out Coming up after me, we got DJ KBNP, and he comes up at 9 o'clock. But I'm going till about about 8.30 here tonight. And I'm here every Thursday night, 7 o'clock to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And hopefully soon I'm going to get a chance to get back on the air and do some, I don't know, impromptu lives. I call them studio hangouts, um, and I haven't done any in a while. Uh, like I said, I've been just trying to get my voice strong and everything. It is getting back. It's getting back there. I'm even doing some chair dancing here, so it's not too bad. Like I said, we did some dancing a couple of weeks ago. We're going to do some dancing this weekend, and we'll see how it goes right here on TTT Radio Network and TikTok. Let's go with fake. Yeah, this is Alexander O'Neill also, <laughs> for those of you who are checking. Yeah, Deb's over on the app too. Oh my goodness, Deb, you're everywhere.
right, so I went out on the internet and I actually found those shoes. They were ba- they were based. Um, they were kind of like imitations of moccasins, but they were like made for like shoes. So they had like a really wide toe. But uh, they were called Vulcan shoes. That's right. I found them by looking up hippie shoes. It's time now to talk a little bit about birthdays. So let's see if you know anybody who has a birthday, anybody who was born on this date. Uh, today is June 23rd. Can't tell you the year, but it's June 23rd. So if you know anybody who has a birthday anywhere near this date, a lot of people were born in June. My daughter was born in June. So we wished her a happy birthday. We had a couple other people on the network whose birthdays were were in June. So, um, yeah. Anniversaries, celebrations, divorces, you name it. We'll celebrate them all. But uh, let's see here. Let's just change this track out here. And let's talk about who was born on this day. So a couple of these people, I'm not familiar with who they are. There was a guy. There was a guy by the name of Francis McDormand. I don't know if you know that name, but yeah, Francis McDormand was born on this date in 1957. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a woman, Francis, and um, she's um, known for. She's one of the few in Hollywood to have the distinction of the triple crown of acting. She won an Oscar, an Emmy, and a Tony Award. Wow. Many of her acting credits come from independent films, like her award-winning turns in movies like Fargo. Oh, Fargo. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, before I go any further, it's going to be DJ Jazzy Cat and her husband Stan's 30th anniversary in two weeks. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Yeah, so Frances McDormand. Wow, so she was in Fargo. Have you ever seen that movie Fargo? If you've not seen Fargo, what can I say? Do yourself a favor and rent it. <laughs> or you probably can find it on Netflix. It's, um, how would you describe it? Anybody who seems Fargo, how would you describe Fargo? It's, um, 
how would I describe it? I'm at a loss for words. Macabre, bizarre, um, entertaining, shocking, um, funny, sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you gotta you, if you have not seen Fargo, you you missed a you missed a classic though. So, but anyways, but yeah, Frances McDormand, she um she was in that. So very good. Let's give her a big round of applause and a happy birthday. Happy birthday! Yes. Also born on this day in uh, 1956 was Randy Jackson. Let's give Randy Jackson a big round of applause. Yeah, he was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So he began his career in the 80s playing bass guitar for a number of bands, including Journey. Did you know that Randy Jackson played for Journey? Yeah, I think I knew that. Um, so he, by doing all of that, he's made a lot of contacts during that time. So he ended up getting to play with the likes of Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Fergie, Fergie Madonna. And uh, of course, everybody knows him as, you know, for his roles on, um, what is it, American Idol, I think is what, that's what he was on. Yeah, he was one of the original judges, Randy Jackson. And he was notorious for calling people dog. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? <laughs> Anyways, did you know that he was on that show for 12 seasons? Randy Jackson was on American Idol for 12 seasons? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, will Will Smith ever do another CD? Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> uh, the American public has a very short memory, so... Yep, he will be canonized and lionized for, for what he did. So, anyways, but yeah, so happy birthday and happy anniversary to DJ Jazzy Cat and Stan. Um, we wish you all the best. But let's now get into just a little bit of uh, salsa. This is one of my favorite salsa tracks. I played a little bit of it in the beginning here so you could kind of hear it, kind of wet your whistle a little bit. Yeah, Vandy Nation, happy Thursday. Woo -hoo -hoo. But here's a little salsa for you guys. I hope you enjoy your salsa. Get your salsa on right here on the TTT Radio Network, DJ Professor Lee, Variety Show, and TikTok Live. Let's go. When we come back, we're going to talk about what happened this day in history. Oh, my goodness. Over time, I've been building my castle of love. Yeah, just for two. Though you never knew you were my reason. I've gone much too far for you. From 
Oh, what a singer. shorts yeah if you'd like a ttt radio network shirt t-shirt or izod just uh, hit up dj dna he's got them that's what i'm wearing now Yeah, hit up DJ DNA on Facebook, or if you're a friend of his on uh, on TikTok, send him a private message, or contact me, and I will get in touch with him. And yeah, he'll send it to you. They are they are wonderful, great material too, really comfortable. Different colors as well. Yeah, that guy it sounds just like Stevie Wonder, but it's not Stevie Wonder. 
It fools me every time. Every time I hear that song, I go like, isn't that Stevie Wonder? Hey, what's up, Gabe? <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> oh, man, that's Pacific Mambo Orchestra. So anyways, what happened on this day in history? So this is June 23rd, as I mentioned to you already. Uh, on this day in 1972, uh, Title IX, in the U.S., Title IX was enacted. So, so before this title was enacted... Only 30,000 women across the United States participated in the N in NCAA sports, as opposed to 170,000 men. So the drafters of Title IX sought to remedy this by adding to the education amendments that no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any educational program or activity receiving federal financing assist, financial assistance. So Title IX was officially signed into law on this day in 1972. So the law doesn't extend to athletes, uh, um, to athletics funding. It does specifically mention resources like locker room, medical treatment, training, coaching, practice time, so forth. But anyways, but so today the number of women participating in NCAA sports has increased to more than 150,000. Wow, up from only 30,000 in 1972. So that is pretty amazing, I would say. Yeah, also on this day in 2013, I know I'm going to get this wrong here, Nick, which is spelled N-I-K, Walenda. So Nick... Walenda, you remember the Walendas? They like they were like the the high walking, the high wire walking family. You know what I mean? Uh, the Walendas. Anyways, Nick Walenda crosses the Grand Canyon on a high wire. Yes, the dude walked across the Grand Canyon on a high wire. So the article says, aerialist Nick Walenda came by his daredevil ways naturally. He was part of a family troupe called the Fly famous Flying Walendas. And he made his debut at only 13 years old and quickly set himself to break multiple Guinness World Records. Some of his stunts included hanging by a high-flying helicopter by only his teeth and tightrope walking over the span of Niagara Falls. But on this day in 2013, he shocked the world once again with his next stunt, tight, walk roping, tight rope walking over the Grand Canyon. Wow, I'm trying to figure out how did he actually get permission to do that? You know what I mean? Like, where do you go to apply for that? And they would actually allow you to do it? Hey, I'm a Canyon! I <laughs> I see you, Canyon. I see you. Wow. Anyways. But he did it. He actually did it. So he wore a safety. I guess that was one of the requirements. He had to wear a safety wire for his Niagara Falls walk. Um, but this time he was completely untethered with only a 43-pound balancing pole and a thin cable. 
between him and the steep 1,500 foot drop. It said that Walenda could be heard audibly praying during the 1,400 foot journey, but he completed it in only 23 minutes. I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around uh, what, how, how do you, who, who signs off on that one? Hey, Mary. Yeah. We have an application for somebody to walk across the Grand Canyon with on a tightrope. Uh, does this fall into your department? Uh, no. Why don't you send that upstairs? Okay, I uh, send it upstairs. Uh, yeah, we have a. Is there a law against it? No, there's no law against it. Well, I guess we're gonna have to let him walk. Well, who's the guy? Well, he's one of the flying Walendas. Oh, well, in that case, I guess we'll let him do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you imagine that? <laughs> And he's praying the whole time to moot. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's it for me. That's that's the only news I got about that kind of stuff. I, I thought that was absolutely crazy. So let's get back to some normal stuff. Let's talk about the love shack. I'm doing great over here on the TTT Radio Network. Hey, one of my followers graduated high school. Hey, my friend, give you a big round of applause. I knew you could do it. I knew you had it in you. Thanks for your support. We're going to talk about holidays next. Do you know of any holidays that might be happening today? Any holidays? We got one.
yeah, yeah, Love Shack, Love Shack. DJ Jazzy Cant said that they played that at their wedding, so hey. <laughs> yeah, your cousin was your DJ at your wedding. He played this track. It's a great track. It's a great dance track, so I didn't play the whole thing, but um, yeah. Hey, I'm glad to bring back, bring back those memories for you. But anyways, it's time to talk a little bit about holidays, and we've got a bunch of holidays that... Uh, one of our members, our, our listeners, always find some great holidays for us. But I do have one for you today. This is the, this is June twenty third. Today is National Pink Day. That's right, National what? National Pink Day. So you know we tend to associate pink with girls um, throughout most of history, but um, it actually meant the opposite during the eighteen hundreds. That's right. Did you know that red was considered a masculine color? So it was very common to dress boys in a paler shade of red or what we would think of today as pink. It's true. Long after that, pink and the blue became colors associated with babies and nurseries. But both colors were interchangeable between boys and girls. It wasn't until the 1950s that Pink became broadly associated with girls. And all that is to say that no matter who you are, you can spend today celebrating this this vibrant color. And let's give pink a round of a color because that's one of my favorite colors. Yeah, I have I like wearing I have like pink shirts, you know, things like that. Pink tie, tie with pink in it. I got some socks with some pink in it. That's what I'm talking about. Real men can wear pink. That's right. Also, let's see. So, let's see. Let's see. Oh, there's a few more holidays here. Thank you, Val. Looks like this is also National Porridge Day. National Porridge Day. Lord knows porridge needs a holiday. My goodness. It's also considered National Hydration Day. National Hydration Day. <laughs> let's give hydration a word. Word. Yeah. Hey, listen, you don't have to own anything pink to be a real man. It's just that if you have an opportunity to wear pink, you wear it with pride. That's right. Hey, DJ DNA is in the house. What's up, DJ DNA? I see you. What's up? Let's give him a round of applause. DJ DNA is here. If you have not listened to his show, you got to check out DJ DNA. He does a great show. Monday through Fridays, 830 to 11, 1130. Is it 830 to 1130? 8 to 11:30. You're on your way to Texas. That's right. All right. Hey, drive safe. Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you in the in the, in the on your trip? Have you made it very far? Or are you st- you're only down to like uh, New Haven? <laughs> hey, Doctor Michelle is in the house. What's up, Doctor Michelle? Thank you for stopping by the studio. Thank you for peeking in. So we're just doing some, we're finishing up with our holidays. We had uh, National Porridge Day, National Hydration Day, National Pecan Sundays Day. Is it Pecan Sandys or Sundays? Must be Sundays, I think. It's also National Typewriter Day, and it's the National Women Engineering Day. Hey, Natalie, I see you. Oh, my goodness. Hey, what's up? Uh, So Alicia's in the car with you there. Hey, like, let's give Alicia a big round of applause. Awesome. You're in Western Australia. 
Yeah, DJ's, DJ DNA is on his way to Texas. He's on his way to Texas. He's like two miles from his house already. Oh, man. Briella's is like, the dude is like driving, man. He's like making good progress. Yeah, he's on his way to Texas. He's only got to like Washington Street. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. He, he's scorching. He left two hours ago. <laughs> Idiot! He stopped to get gas. You know, what I mean, yeah, he stopped in the grocery store. You know, what I'm saying? like, oh, you got to turn around and go back. You forgot your cell phone. You got to turn around and go get back and get your cell phone. It's like, what's that light? It's like, the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we need to put some air in the tires. Really go back, put some air in the tires. Let's go back. Oh man, go back. Hey, oh, you left for Tifas. You left your Tifas. Go back and get my Tifas. Oh, no, that's my trip. That's my trip. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Just messing with you. All right. Yeah. So let's see. We're going to we're gonna take this right on to the end. We're near the end of our show and got me fooling around in here. Let's just do some really crazy, crazy facts. This is crazy. I got I to gotta share this with you. This is amazing, amazing, crazy, crazy, crazy fact. You're not going to believe this. Many people believe that the color red makes bulls aggressive. Did you, have you ever heard that before? That the color red makes bulls aggressive? How many of you have heard that before? Yeah, yeah, you've heard that? I, I've heard that. I mean, I, that, that was that, that was a big thing. I mean, you see the, the matadors there, ole, right? And the bulls are like, you know, like charging at the, at, the, at, the, at the flag. Well, it turns out, Bulls are actually red-green colorblind. Did you know that? Bulls are actually red-green colorblind. So when matadors use red flags, it's actually the motion of the flag that causes the bull to get agitated. So the red, the red is just for the audience, the spectators, so they can actually see what's going on. The bull could care less if it's red. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Are you serious? No, it's not the red. It's not red at all. So you can run around red all day, and they won't be chasing you because you're wearing red. The bull will be chasing you because you're moving. So you should stand still when the bull comes after you. No, because then they'll just hit you. So run. <laughs> run, Ricky, run. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, here's another one. Before becoming the popular sex therapist people know her as today, did you know that Dr. Ruth, you know, Dr. Ruth, remember Dr. Ruth, the sex therapist? Did you know that Dr. Ruth was a sniper in the Israeli Defense Force? Did you know that? Are you kidding me? No, Dr. Ruth was a sniper in the army. Uh, Dr. Ruth was a sniper in the army. I'm telling you. Say, say that again. Sorry. Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth was a sniper in the Israeli Defense Force. That's right. Yeah, you did know that, Ron? Oh, my goodness. That's pretty amazing. I did not know that. Wow. So she left the Israeli army as a sniper and became a sex therapist. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a natural progression, I think. Okay, here's another one. Um, the idea of referring to coffee as a cup of joe comes from World War II when American soldiers, or G.I. Joes, 
were known to consume large amounts of coffee. So do you get it? A cup of joe comes from World War II when American soldiers or G.I. Joe, <laughs> they were known to consume large amounts of water. So now you know. Yeah, now you're smarter than you need to be. All right, here's the last one. All right, here's the last one for tonight. Okay, you've heard of Brett Brett Favor? Favor, I, I say his name, Brett Favor Favor, Brett Favor, right? Did you know this first pass in the NFL was caught by none other than himself, Brett Favor? <laughs> That's right, he caught his own pass. Right, a, a defensive player knocked the pass out of the air. This was his first pass. And Favor was able to catch the ball and run the pass for a gain of seven yards. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah, yep. Yeah, he went. He threw a pass. He was a he was a quarterback. He threw the he threw the pass. A defensive player knocked the pass out of the air, and he actually caught his own pass and actually ran it for a gain of seven yards. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's really crazy, is what it is. So that's, hey, I'm going to leave you with that crazy fact, folks. I'm telling you, I had a great time, just like always. I'm DJ Professor Lee, and I'm here every Thursday night from 7 o'clock to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, tune in whenever you can, because DJ DNA, he has been doing a great job on the on the, the app. If you have not checked out our app, you should download it as soon as possible. Go to your Google Play Store, your app store, and search for TTTRN or TTT Radio Network. But it's easier to just search for TTTRN, three T's, and then the RN. And you'll be able to listen to music 24-7. And the music is good. And the quality is good. And you can also hear all the live DJs. And there's a calendar there. And all of that good stuff. But that's it for me, everybody. Hey, Natalie, thank you for the compliments. And Deb, Jazzy Cat, DNA, Alicia, everybody, anybody else in the car with you guys. I hope you made it to Meriden DNA. You're probably somewhere near Meriden now. Yay. <laughs> I'm serious. Have a good time. Have a good safe trip. That's it for me, everybody. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to shut down the station while this song plays out. I'm DJ Professor Lee. I got no more for you. So let's see. Let's see if we can get everybody to say. Could you Could you guys say goodnight? Say goodnight, everybody. Night. Good night, girl. I'll see you tomorrow. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, ladies. Good night. Have a good night. No, that'll be all. Just be sure to lock the door behind you on your way out. Good night. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you.